0: This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air.
1: Now it's time for Spiritual Learning with Priestess Lily. Welcome to my radio show, Priestess Lily, Sacred Heart Healer, Space Holder, and Spiritual Life Coach. Hi, I'm Priestess Lily. Welcome. This radio show podcast I have created to help assist humanity rise the consciousness through connection, holding space for thought activating conversation with heart-centered leaders, wisdom keepers, and divine humans expanding into their authenticity. Which brings me to today's guest. We know her as Jax Hamilton, a mother, a businesswoman, a finalist of Master Chef, and Jax loves to present seasonal simple meals that will inspire you to think out of the box, satisfy your family and friends, but mostly to empower you to feel good about creating gorgeous dishes. In this podcast, though, you get to meet Sylvia, a more fulfilled, spiritually aligned and guided woman that shares openly her journey to this place and with you to inspire you, to hold you, to activate you, To allow you to trust yourself more. I absolutely loved doing this podcast. As the energy was so dynamic. And it is filled with so much wisdom that just flowed. I know the listeners are going to get so much out of this podcast. I'm so excited to be interviewing you. I'm a longtime fan of your work from when you were in MasterChef and it has been amazing to see you grow so more sovereign and reverent in yourself over the years. So welcome, Jax. I can't wait for you to just share your heart and your journey and whatever this is going to be. You
0: know, um, Lily, you know, I always do believe everything happens for a reason but in the last nine months my life has just become a flowing river and I've just gone with the flow I've not considered anything other than the way forward I've not I've not worried I've not um you know thought about what I should do what I shouldn't do I just listen to my signs and when they come because they always do and they make me laugh because they're so clear. Um, I just let them happen. And it's made my life so much easier mm.
1: and open. Isn't that interesting? Because you know, when we think of the flow and we think of feminine energy, that is, you know, we're we're so born into the hustle and bustle and we've got to get goals and driven and that real masculine energy. But you know, yeah. when you say st- when you speak and you're just like everything's just flowing, you know, you're you're deeply stepping into trusting, into your feminine energy, into you know, the 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 flow of life.
0: Yeah, I, I am more available now to the universe and to myself than I ever have been. You know, it's very, I get up in the morning, I look in the mirror and I go, oh my God, you're beautiful. And that is, that comes from somewhere very, very deep. But it, And it's also, it's been crocheted by all of my experiences. Every single one is a stitch in my life and stitches together the versions of who I've been, in order for me to be me today. But interestingly, the person who I present now, who I call Sylvie, which is my middle name, has been the one that has held us us all together the whole time, because she's been the emotional balance. And Mm -hmm. so now, in this house, in this little community in in, in, um, the West Coast, she gets to come and be the fullness of herself instead of the guide that she's been for 56 years.
1: Isn't that amazing? So how has that been for you to allow her to lead rather than the identity and the person that Jax is? It's
0: been a relief because Jax has been really hard. Jax. So I uh, in my life, I feel like I've been lots of different versions of myself. So I was Jacqueline, the child who was born into a home with no love whatsoever and parents who were basically broken. So when I got there, they were already broken and there was no love. And then I was given the name Julie because in a Jamaican household, you're given um, the name, like a nickname, which is which was my father's mother's name. So I was then Julie and Julie was a scared child because Julie was part of a household where there was a lot of dom- domestic violence. Then I went to school and then I was told that I was Jacqueline, so I was Jackie again. So I was very really watchful. I went to a Catholic school, um, where there were not a lot of black children, and also where there was not a lot of divorce. My parents by then had separated. So I was that Jackie. Do you know what I mean? And I was Jackie for a long time. I was married as Jackie, I was a mother as Jackie, I was all of those things. But in that version of me, I didn't really know myself, and so I didn't love myself. Uh-huh. But- underneath parallel to all of those people was sylvie because sylvie's always been the heart the person who in, who's been the, the intuition really and then my marriage after 18 years broke down and i went to do master chef and when i was at master chef really they said right what's your name and i went "Jackie." you know it that's too long we want you to check, swap you know condense it to go on the apron so i went like right, jacks and then Jax was born Jax was a fighter Jax went into the, the studio every day and went right bish bosh bash let's get that done Jax did the countdown ads, went into countdown on the first day and did advert, never done it before. Jax went into the boardroom and went, No, I'm not having that. I want this, I'm negotiating for myself. That Jax was the, the hero of the, the piece, but Jax was exhausting. Imagine going into battle every day, how tired mm. you'd be. And also how jaded you become. And then at Christmas of last year, I went to sleep, you know me, my dreams. Mm-hmm. Went to bed. And I had a dream and it said, sell your house, move. And I was like, because I loved my house in Papua New in Christchurch. Sylvie was like, you've had enough. So I um, woke up and I called a friend and said, I need to sell my house. Sold it within a week. And then within six weeks, I was here on the West Coast. And Sylvie was like, thank <laughs> for that. Thank goodness for that. Now we can truly live. You've experienced all of those versions of yourself and now we've come back to us and we are one. And so what's happened in the last nine months has been Jax has put down her shield and her sword and I've realised how heavy she has to carry and Sylvie has gone to horticultural class, is growing a garden, is renovating this beautiful home and sits during the rain and just watches the rainfall. And I feel like I've become, I feel like I am. And I feel like, This home, my forever home, is the nest that I've always dreamed of. My house is called Eden, and where I live is Eden, and Eden is, um, this is my Eden of my existence. It's all of it. Everything that's happened has brought me to this place, and I've never been more grateful.
1: Oh, my God, I can totally. The whole way when you were talking about your story and I just had goosebumps. My body was really reacting. I can totally, um, you're totally where you're meant to be and you've been divinely led there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And just hearing your story, I can really, I, you know, the last bit, I can really, really identify with it because I call my version of Lily an empowered woman when she shows up she's exactly doing the same thing you know she's working her ass off she's um we'll ju- you know we'll just go and do it because can't what we'll, can't expect anyone else to do it I'm the one doing the cake at nine you know at 2 a.m in the morning all of those things and I actually realized that well you know it actually as much as she loved it it actually didn't serve her anymore
0: yeah that's right because you can only be you know, if you're if you consider, you know, um, that part of my life was a part of a battle. Mm. You can't be in battle. I was in battle for 12 years.
1: Mm.
0: It tour after tour after tour. And it became a habit which wasn't didn't serve me mm-hmm. at all. And now when I sit for two hours at a time with the back, my French doors open, looking in on my land with, with, with the rain. And let me tell you, Lily, it doesn't just rain here. It's water from the sky. Yeah. Um, I feel a sense of peace. I see a sense of peace with myself and I could very easily just hermit myself and never see a person again because I feel like I've done all of my talking, I've done all of my conversations, I'm so in love with myself, I am enough that I can just live my days out in my garden and then when the sun is setting, go to the beach. I won't do that because I know that I have an unsecured voice and I have things to say and things to share and I am here to help people find their light that's why I'm here. And I know that. And so once I get myself through this healing process, that's what I'm going to go out and do. Now, food might be that medium, but it's not actually the core of what that is. It's more.
1: Yeah, I'm hearing your sister. So how <laughs> has it been... Oof you know, to really unwind yourself? Because I know that, like, it's a process. You know, a lot of people in my community knew me as Miss Lily and then all of a sudden she's now a medium. Like, what the hell? Like, how has it been for you to really unwind yourself out of that conditioning and that process?
0: So first of all, I want to say, in our lives, we can be as many versions of whatever we want to be. We do not have to be that one person that has an expect expectation, you know, what people have an expectation of you. That is wrong. That's like putting on a pair of jeans at 16 and never taking them off until you're 80. Well, that's bollocks, isn't it? So how has it been? It's been really hard Mm. because it's been, I think, I I do believe, Lily, in order to build something new, you have to destroy something old. Mm -hmm. Because you've only got one set of foundations. And so it's been a year of experiences. For example, I had never chopped wood before. I'd never lit a fire before because I have a wood burner. And those, th- those are simple things. But then it's been um, all of the friends that I thought were my absolute amazing friends when I lived in Christchurch. As soon as I moved away, it was too hard for them. And that, so there was, there's been a lot of loss. Um, but in the trusting of my journey, those spaces have been fulfilled either by myself in what I want to do or new versions of friends who truly are. My friends, um, living on the coast brings with it a um, a series of seasons that just rains. And my beautiful house has been a little bit old, is is a little bit old, a bit like me. Really, we're very the same. We're beautiful, old, and elegant, but we need a little bit of renovation, which will take time. So um, that's been in parallel as well, which I love. I, I, I love, 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 love my home, and I love what my plans are for it because, in practical terms, that's got to be part of it as well the most important thing that i've found that has been a bit of a a stigma attached is people don't really for me buying a house on my own doing all the work on my own people don't see that as something that a woman should do on her own people Mm. are still trying to set me up with guys and um you know when the guy came to deliver my wood, he was like oh you're on your own yeah and he was like, well, we should date. Like, just because we're both on our own, that's enough to be attra- for us to be attracted to each other. <laughs> and so those sort of things, which is in the kind of the linear world, um, still surprise me because I don't live in that linear world. I live in a spiritually deep um, oasis where mm-hmm. anything is possible. Whereas in the terrestrial world, not a lot is it possible. I live in a dream world and this is a practical world. And sometimes I forget that because... When I'm on my own, I'm just fulfilling dreams every day. Mm.
1: Yeah, totally, here, sister. And this is the thing that I believe we're transitioning into. We're transitioning out of the three D matter, the linear world, into the five D dimensional world. And you know, it's it's hard to unwind yourself out of. You know that timeline because it's so conditioned into us and when you move into the 5d world and all of a sudden everything's based on a new reality or in a new version of yourself or a um and you know you you hold more sovereignty and reverence to how life is going to be governed I think it it for a lot of people that's scary but for
0: me and obviously for you it's actually liberating yeah, and I think we've been moving towards it, I feel like in my life, there's always been messages to go up and Now, I live in my house with many, many amazing spirits. They're everywhere. I love them. Come out in the garden, they make me laugh. They do little things. I see them in a the mirror. Um, they show me what's what. And I'm like, okay, I I, I love my beautiful spirits. Um, and I feel like Sylvie is, is a very deeply spiritual person. And I trust that. I completely trust that and I forget sometimes because another thing I did was so so um in August I decided if I was going to build a food forest with respect and mana of the land then I needed to know what I was doing so I went to polytech and I'm doing a horticultural course okay which I'm absolutely loving. Yeah. Oh, yeah. MG um, right. so, sister, we need to talk about this. I've got goosebumps. Yeah, so I went back to school. Oh my day, after fifty years, I went back to school, Lily. Let me tell you, it's been a thing. <laughs> a thing. But I've really loved the whole journey. So because I was it's a full time course, I decided right, well, I'm gonna put my corporate profile on on um on hold, but I need a job because I'd like being idle. So I went down to a Ticker. And I went to the local fish and ship shop and I went, hello, can I have a job? And they were like, what? And I said, I need a job. And they said, what, you want a job here? And I was like, "Yep, yeah, I need a job with food. I can't do any old job, like in an office. They went, oh, hold on, we'll just talk to the manager. So they went away, came back and went, well, we need a Saturday girl. Do you want to be our Saturday girl? I was like, Yep. Yeah. So now I work at the local fish and chip shop on a Friday, Saturday night. And I love it. I flip burgers. I dance to the Spice Girls. I talk to the people at the window. I laugh. No expectations, no stress, and I drive home with the ocean by my side and the sun going down, and I have found myself in the most dreamy space. So I go to school in the day, and at night, sometimes I work at the fish and chip shop, or I'm working on my food forest. And my garden has become, because as you know, my house is called Eden. My garden has become the Garden of Eden. It has been... The messages I've been receiving have been so clear. And like what happens with me is because my spirits know me so well, they wait until... the like, I went to sleep that night, woke up, looked on my phone, pulled a couple of calls. I went, right, I'm doing it. When did it start? Tomorrow. Shit, quick. <laughs> Get yourself down there. Right, need to do this course. Enroll me. Right, lovely. And I don't question it because I'm like, there will be space and I will love it. There was space and I love it. My garden loves it. I love it. So it's... it's to get to this point where you are so clearly spiritually open takes a lot of work and trust in oneself, uh-huh. in I am. Once you get there, the reward is peace and freedom.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And freedom and peace. But you can't come into it without love for yourself. Mind, body, soul, physical, mental, all of it. If you don't have those those um, parts of yourself Combined, then you will always question what is, and that's what I found this year. I found me within me, and I've healed the parts that have needed to to join the other parts for me to be this version of me.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally makes sense. And I think that in order for us to fully step in, we have to become a vibrational match. You know, I think that's the thing. We we a lot of people read the books. Go, why are not I getting it? Why isn't it happening? What what's going on? I'm manifesting. I'm doing all my do 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 woo woo stuff. But but we actually have to vibrationally match it from our hearts. And I think that's what that's what living in harmony in the five D in you know this this full reality world is where you're just in trust and you're just flowing like the river.
0: That's right, and I like my my spirits. I've got this thing about they want to name all my plants and they want to name all the trees in my garden, and I don't mind that. But I, but but you, I've got to the point now where and like so so let me give you an example. Of what happened, right? So there was a car boot sale up the road, right, in Kumara Domain. So I was like, right, I'm going to go down to that on a Sunday morning, even though I don't like getting up early on Sunday. So I went down there and I had a little walk around, and then I saw this chamber clock. Ding dong, ding dong. And I was like, right, I need to buy that chamber clock. Someone was like, like, you know, you need to do the podcast with Lily. So I bought the (laughs) chamber clock and brought it home under my arm, thinking I'm a very modern person, but it's quite an old chamber clock. Anyway, um, the guy said to me, this is what you do. You wind it up. Now that clock is my house's voice. So in times of deep stress or when there's times when I need an answer, ding dong, ding dong. Um, if there's a problem with my house, ding dong. So so now when I talk to them at the chip shop, they're like, you're absolutely barking, right? And I'm like, yeah, I am. Because I, I don't believe I should not talk about it because it's part of my life. Mm-hmm. How they receive it is nothing to do with me. Yeah. But for me to honor it, it's part of who I am. And just now, just now, because sometimes she she ding dongs on the hour. Sometimes she ding dongs on seven minutes past. Because she be talking, and that for me is how my true life is. So people say to me, um, "Oh God, aren't you lonely?" And I'm like, "No, I'm alone. It's very different from lonely. It's mm-hmm. a very different thing." Whereas a lot of people in the linear world are really, really lonely. Yeah, it's not me.
1: Yeah, and the suffering.
0: And they look at me and they want parts of me because they want to fulfill it. But like you're saying, if you want to be in this space, right, let's talk about cooking. Say you can only boil an egg, right, on a Monday. Right, you're boiling your egg, you're chopping it up and you're eating it. If you want to be in this position where we are, you have to go to school and learn the techniques and have confidence in yourself. So that on the Friday you can do the degustation. You can't sit around going, I wish, I hope, you know, she's got it, I want it, and then do the degustation on Friday because you haven't worked for it, you haven't owned it, and you don't trust it and believe in it. And you can only do the work if you save yourself. No one Mm -hmm. can save you. Mm -hmm. Not even Eckhart Tolle can't save you. Brené Brown can't save you unless you're willing to save yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing, and, and you've got to keep showing up. Yeah, that's right. You have to keep showing up. And that takes courage and strength. Mm -hmm. And when people around you, like the people that give me advice are the people that could never have my life. So I always say, I only take advice from someone whose life I would swap with. Now, I don't know you very well, but I would swap my life with you because we're on the same path. Whereas my mate in London, who's worked for the tax office for 40 years, who said to me, I don't think you should sell your house. Well, I wouldn't take that advice. You know, Even Oprah, Oprah's great at giving advice, but would I take dietary advice from Oprah? Well, no, I wouldn't. Mm. You have well, I'd the love to right swap thing. lives with you, sister. Well, that's it. I well, love the me. West Coast. I love yeah. the West Coast. But also, it's not even just about where you are. It's about being open okay. spiritually. Yeah.
1: And, you know, when I, when I connect to just, you know, just um, this conversation and conversations that we've had previously, I believe that land's picked you. I believe the lands, picture you've been called there, like me moving to Picton. Like I've, I, I feel like we have been. That was just absolutely not meant to happen, but happened the way that it has, because it was you know divinely led. We're being called there for a higher purpose to create a spiritual place or a space, you know, and so we can expand our energy and our knowing to service the masses. To service more people, but we need clear energy space so we can, you know, do our work and be and provide the biggest impact here. You know,
0: yeah. And you and I, I totally agree. I, I not only did this region where I'd never been before choose me, but this house we chose each other, and and I like I came here and I went oh because in my garden there's this big structure and I said I thought ah. Oh, um, I really want to cook in school, right? So a wellness place. I want a place where I can kind of do do cooking and do bits and pieces and make my medicines and whatever. But I realized recently that what it will become is there is no word for what it will become because it hasn't actually been invented yet because the world is changing so quickly that it it will become part of what the new community is. There mm-hmm. is no word for it yet. Mm-hmm. So and I know that because in creating my garden and having my food forest and my medicinal herbs and stuff, when I'm out there, I am I get this feeling of a communal space where mm-hmm. people will come, where we will all eat together, where we will make tinctures, all the things that will happen together. But there isn't a word for it. But the closest word today in modern terms is a cooking school. But that's not actually what it's going to be. And I'm open for that because in the linear world, I have done enough to know there is nothing that can happen now that will be challenging enough for me not to do it.
1: Mm. And I, I feel for you, and I get that because I'm. People say to me, "What do you do, Lily?" For me, and I go, "I don't know. I just show up, and stuff just happens." But you know, in the linear world, they want to put a label on you. Always got to have a label on you for you to for you to fit in a box where i'm like i don't know what i do everyone's everything everyone has a different experience i totally get what you're saying because i believe you know if you were to label it you're labeling it back in the 3d energy and you're working with higher realm you know you're working with fifth sixth seventh dimensional energy and healing powers and so and healing and i believe so heartedly and i've actually got this on our list to talk about the as the vibration of our souls is changing and the earth is changing the the vibration so is our food vibration so is actually how our body wants to consume food so is you know the vibration of the apple versus um the apple homegrown from yeah. the food forest versus yeah. the apple from the supermarket.
0: Yeah, I can feel those vibrations. Do you yeah. have experiences like that? or yeah, I, I, Absolutely. And, and what I've found is because I know I live 30Ks from the local supermarket, which is fair enough, Um, so it's taken me nine months to get my garden to the space where I wanted it to be, and I've only started harvesting food out of it, and it started with herbs and tomatoes and stuff like that, you know, just kind of salad stuff and lettuce and stuff like that. So... But Now that my body, now I have manifested into this new version of who I am and Sylvie is the whole, what is happening is when I go out into my garden and I pick whatever, it, it, I can feel it changing in my body and mm-hmm. it, it becomes part of the bigger version. Mm-hmm. If I have something, like if I'm, for example, if I have um, some chip, fish and chips from the fish and chip shop, I am immediately poisoned immediately poisoned mm-hmm. and not because the food is shy or anything it's because the food that is been prepared there is not made for the human body that is in 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 in, in tune with with everything that's happening in my body and I know that and I have to say to myself to my body I'm going to eat this food now and I know it's not going to be good for me but I'll go back to where I was tomorrow and I will make that work and that tells me so much more about um what we've been taught about food and herbs and what to versus what we actually consume which is which is so terrifying yeah you know you know I, I I live by a series of preventative measures not preventative but just wholeness so I'll get up in the morning and I have this um concoction of honey and turmeric and and ginger and garlic and I'll have and it's local honey and I'll have one of those and that keeps my inflammation down and I'll have um in my in my um fridge I have some onion water. So I've got an onion cut up with water. I'll take two gulps of that every other day. And that just keeps viruses away. Do you know what I mean? At night I'll rub my feet with Kawakawa balm that I've made myself, I've picked it myself, and that just keeps me nicely balanced. Uh-huh. So people go, Oh my god, there's loads of COVID in COVID in Greymouth. I'm like, I ain't gonna touch me. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Know what I mean? I've got the yeah. gold inside me. I'm, I'm I'm sorted out. And I don't and, and also my my mindset isn't towards that. I have yeah. a very positive mindset. But one thing that has really been really interesting, you know, in life you go around and you might do a white lie. I know I can't come out because you know what I mean? And then you lie. What has also happened is as soon as I go into that mindset, my life changes to the negative. So for example, it, somebody invited me to go out to the pub and I thought, I'll just tell them that you're, you're, you know what I mean? You've got somebody to have something to do. But as soon as I start lying, my life, I can feel the negative impact of that. So, so my compass is always balanced in that Mm -hmm. positive space of truth and honesty. Yeah. Cause as soon as I go out of it, even a little bit, I feel it start wobbling. Do you know what I mean? And then as soon as I bring it back, it's like, yeah. And, That has taught me a lot about life, but also what it's done, it's shown me people really clearly. So I am that empath where I feel people's energy, even animals, cats and dogs, even on telly, I can kind of go, that person's feeling that. And I know that that's what they're feeling because then it's justified. So my whole, in this year, I've gone from this kind of tumultuous place to loss to this, and as soon as I go, oh no, just tell Lily you can't do it because it kind of goes, and I'm like, oh that's not right. Ah, oh, right, okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally or, know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Like I've got this this cat comes to see me. Oh, this cat. This grey cat, green eye with like gold eyes, and I call it Joe, Josephine. Wow, wow. And then it looks at me like I'm like, hey, Jesus, it's my familiar now. I don't know if I told you, but this year I've always been a cat lover. Last year, my cat Pumpkin died and I'd had her 16 years. and It broke my heart. When I got here, one of the neighbours said to me, oh, you should just go down to there and get yourself some cats. And I thought, I'm not ready for these cats. But she kept on going on and on. And her energy was really off. And something in me said, don't do it because you're not ready for it. And she's not the right person to bring you it. Her energy's off. What did I do? Didn't listen. Early on, went down there, got these two black cats, Chadwick, after Chadwick Boseman and Sydney after Sydney Poitier. And they were beautiful, beautiful, right? So in August, I went to Queenstown, had to do a job. My neighbour calls. I'm really sorry. One of your cats been run over. I was like, oh, no. hard work. Came home, picked up Chadwick, buried him in the garden. Sydney just sat there for six weeks. Woke up one morning. He was dead. Broken hearted. Broken hearted. I was broken hearted. But I knew that it was wrong for me. Now, I know that they were there for a reason to get me through a certain amount of period of time with, with their attention. But it, right from the beginning, I knew it wasn't right. Mm-hmm. I just knew it wasn't right. Now, Joe's come along and Joe's like wily old cat, maybe 400 years old. Do you know what I mean? Like, and Joe is right for me because mm-hmm. when the messages are ready to send you what you need, then they come. Yeah. And that is how I live my life
1: totally i love that and so and when you're so aligned life doesn't feel hard i think that's what pe- people forget because
0: you trust everything
1: yeah so and you, you just, know everything will be provided
0: yeah when i sat down to do my first assignment i'd been to school for 50 years and i was like it's going to be really hard online and then i went do you know what this is going to be fine and i went <laughs> Um, I was like, "Yeah, see." <laughs> and um, I've done nine assignments since, and I've got two assignments left to do. And then I graduate on the thirteenth of December, as with a with a horticultural course. And and it's it's a it, you have to get that that trust, you have to trust yourself. Mm-hmm. There is no going out and asking, well, "What do you think I should do?" No, you get up. Like, you you sent me the, the example I'm going to use is you sent me that. Could you do a podcast? And Jax was like well, come on, this is a job, you need to get a job and I was, and I, and I, responded like that wrong, went to sleep and my, all my guides were like who the, do you think you are, going back there dipping in there when you feel like it, when you know this is who you are, and you know you've got a voice and you know Lily's going to be that person who's going to be able to help you spread that voice contact her and tell her you're doing it oh, I was like, okay, <laughs> I <still> do it <laughs> oh, I'm scared yeah, not scared, but it was like and I'm, st- but I'm still learning because for 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 50 years, I was, I had to be that person. So I'm still learning. But because I'm because I'm shifting quite quickly, mm-hmm. I know that um, I can get there a lot quicker. I can, I can kind of get to the places I need to because of all the learning that I've had, and because I'm so into, I'm so in touch with my intuition. Yeah,
1: yeah, and so curious 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 question do you feel that as you've stepped into this new version of yourself do you feel the chamber of your heart has changed on how you how not how you view things but are you holding because are you holding more light for yourself and also for um the collective energy in compassion and you know non-judgment have you noticed like that element of yourself is changing uh
0: so so first of all it's not a new version of myself imagine a a hallway with all these doors right and I am so six doors and I have been each of those doors and I've opened them the door of Sylvie's always been cracked open, but the light has been very bright. Yeah. So mm-hmm. all the light that I, the hallway's ever had has come from the cracking Sylvie's door. Well, you're ready to share her now. Well, she's taking right.
1: over. I yes, shouldn't say
0: like that, but yeah. you know what I mean. Well, that's it. She is. And it's about time as well because I need her. So I I feel I feel, like the light that she is shed, um, illuminating me with is has always been there, but it is it has been it has been fortified with all of my experiences. So it's brighter and lighter and it is um all-encompassing. Um and it guides me it guides me that every it's like a a shadow goes behind you.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Sylvie's light illuminates in front of me. Always. And within that there is so much to learn about life and people and myself and also the ethereal world because I do feel that's where this house and who I am is 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 in that world and I step back into the other world when I need to communicate with people and I come back and then I live in this space because when people come here they go oh feels like feel really good I feel I don't know it's got you know a guy came the other day because I'm having my new roof put on and he went Oh, I feel like I've stepped into old mother Hubbard's cupboard. It's such a beautiful feeling. It's got a lovely, um, it's got a lovely vibe. And as you walk in the door, so I've written in pen. So it says, I open this space and myself to divine love. May all the energy that flows through here benefit the heart space. May it hold compassion, nurturance, forgiveness, and truth. I never say amen anymore. I say a woman because that's who I am. And then I've signed it, Sylvie. So in my office, if I turn my computer around, it's, it's right by the front door. So everyone that comes past, passes that prayer. And everyone that leaves, passes that prayer. And when I, come, when I come and go, I always recite the prayer. And when I sit in my office, I see the prayer. That's personal to me. Now, people are like, you've written on your, do- on your wall. I'm like, yeah, I have. It's my wall. I can write on what I like. But also, that's my prayer to me. And to Eden, that I will honour where I live mm-hmm. with who sa- I am
1: in the sacred space. In the sacred so space, like your house is the altar.
0: It, exactly like that. that you're that,
1: feeding, man. like you're feeding, like it's your sacred space, and it's actually your living altar that That's feeds right. you. And you know, yeah. through food, through the land, through nourishment, through you know all elements. Plus, you and you're provided in that space,
0: and you're safe. That's right. So back to your question, the the new version of me, which is the old version of me, has taken all of the experiences. You know, it's like a tapestry, a really rich tapestry that every day gets another stitch, another stitch. Sometimes it gets a bit of gold. Sometimes it gets a bit of silver. Sometimes it gets a little bit of black because losses represent a, a big part of me. But also they help me move forward. But you're right this house is my altar so that's why i say at the moment men are not allowed unless it's for work men are not allowed in here because it holds a lot of female feminine um positivity and it is it is it's like it's like the most sacred part of me like legs open in you come i
1: was just going to say it's the womb space of you that's the womb space it's like of me the womb space of um the wisdom of the tree, you know, the trees of. Um, well, this is what they're telling me. Don't worry, this is a podcast about you, but I'm just. What, what tell are you. they saying? <laughs> what are they saying? Well, the trees. I get trees are the framework, if that makes sense. It's the wisdom, and it's holding the sacred wisdom and in the and in almost like it in a. um portal energy of the womb so this is your space of greater creation greater knowing um i almost want to say the tree's grid grid
0: the grid the house i call this my tree house the four corners of my house have these big logs right it's like upstairs it's like a church but it's all wood so there's the four corners that have the big logs um and then um when you go upstairs, it's like you're in a church, and there's small windows, but there's lots of lots lots and lots of light. And then when I wake up in the morning, I see straight out of a window that is um, to Mount French, France. So I see a mountain every morning, um, and it greets me. And it's it is the most. I it's, it feels very. It feels I can't I can't really so that if I can show you that that is kind of upstairs in my house. Can you see that? Yeah, l- love it. I can't really... So you saying that about the trees and you saying that about that or the altar and you saying about it being um, the womb is, is exactly how I feel because it's exactly what it is. And as I said to you before, I'm just trying... Oh, here we are. So when I wake up, I see... Mm-hmm.
1: Oh wow, that is fascinating. Oh, yeah, that's got real potent energy. That's got lots of light codes too.
0: Yeah, it, and it it makes me it, so. What and what it does is it brings me back to balance. So every morning I wake up, I kind of go, ooh, and it brings back the balance. And I jump out of bed and I go, oh, God, oh, gosh. And I talk to myself um, and I talk to Eden. So every morning I say, I come down, I say love and light, and I say hey, morning to Eden. We have a conversation. And um, it's, it, 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 because it, this is such my norm and I suspect it's such your norm. Like the other day I was at the chip shop and I was getting my stuff done and, and I heard Sylvie, Sylvie. And I was like, yeah. And she said, there's something wrong with the house. So um, that was Eden, Sylvie. And I've got one of those ring phones and um, basically because I don't know if you know, but I had a stalker. And so there's a little bit of thing around that. I don't really talk about it much because I don't want to invite that vibrational energy. energy. But when I got back, my my um, my ring camera had run out of battery. So she was just going, "Right, we've run out of battery. So I was like, "Okay, now. I went, oh, right, I've just heard from my house. And everyone was like, sorry? And I was like, oh, my house has just told me there's something wrong with my house. What? So what? And I forget that that's what every day converse with my home and my guides and my spirits because everyone expects me to be Jax the Cook, the celebrity chef. And and I say to people, Jax is what I do, but Sylvie is who I am. Very different, very different, you know? It's
1: And I get that because... I totally, totally get that because when you become fully embodied in yourself in all aspects of, you know, who you are, even the bits that you don't shit show, you know, and for me, for me it was my mediumship and, you know, I've integrated it into the here and now that it's like a living part of my being, if that makes sense, it just is like here I am, you know, where before I used to hide and try and like, squash it back down there yeah when we, when we come fully embodied is when we actually truly lo- love ourselves more fully and life really begins to become a flow and a party rather that's than right struggle
0: but we've got to remember is we there are years and years of um hard work well no that, you know, back in the day you and i we'd be like holding hands while they're building a fire around our feet, right? Totally. Right. But no one ever questioned the man with the matches. No, exactly. Right. No one ever questioned the man with the matches. So, um, and I think there's a lot of stigma attached to, because people live so hard and fast in the linear world, terrestrial world, there's a lots of questions around the world that we live in. But, it doesn't stop people from being attracted to our energy because mm-hmm. we live fully within ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, the other day I was at a friend's house um, in um, Lincoln and I, we were just chatting and I went, oh my God, I can smell really, I can smell cigarette smoke. Oh my God, there's a, a, a man here. Oh God, he's really sad. And she went, oh, my brother committed suicide. He hung himself. It was a heavy smoker. I said, well, he's here. She was like, what? And I went, you don't talk to him. Why don't you talk to him? He wants you to talk to him. She was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. And I said, and I was like, he really needs you to, what? And and it became, and, and she was like, you just said that over wine. And I was like, because if someone just walked in the door, that's how I will talk to them. And for me, it's no different. And if I make it, if I sensationalize it, then it becomes this weird thing. It's not a weird thing. Your brother is here and he wants you to talk to him. That's it. And it was like, and, 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 and for me i was so surprised because it was so, it, it, it's becoming more that's becoming more more and more and i'm and i'm down with it like shit man i'm down with it less social media less of this all this kind of distraction and programming and more of being being seeing feeling understanding and communicating on the level that is expected of my spirit soul body and mind Uh more of that more of being available for what is coming through on a daily basis more of going out into my garden and talking to my trees my grandfather tree and and having an understanding of the nature of mother and what she requires of me more of spending time with the mountains and um being refreshed on a daily basis by what is true, as opposed to what isn't true, which I understand we need it, but it's like, you know, on here it says, alone by herself, she built the kingdom that she wanted. Of course she did, because she's a bitch. But anyway, but it's like, it's it's like more, and I can feel that if, if we speak again, in six months I will be different again and we speak again in a year I'll be different again because I am becoming more of what is expected of me as a human um than what was before and I'm I'm and I'm here for it and I'm loving it And and it's not oh sorry and it's not I'm not um it's not contrived it's mm-hmm. not a, an ego trip. I'm not validating something. It's, it's something that is growing in me, like my hair grows, mm-hmm. that I'm just down with. That's all. And I think we all have it if we're open to it.
1: Mm-hmm. And I, I totally agree with you. And I see you inviting and you're connecting. You know, you're inviting Mother Nature in, in nature and the harmonies of um, the elements of, you know, the world of all aspects you know above below and in between and it feels like to me you're also reclaiming old wisdom old codes from past lives that when you do start to birth your cooking school that's not your cooking school but let's just call it cooking school Um, into this world it won't be recipes it, it'll be all intuitively just guided probably the way that you you know that jack's cooked in masterchef just intuitive yeah. you know because you'll reconnect but it's just going to be a different language because it's a
0: different coding and connection yeah and all of those lessons that i have accrued over the years like masterchef will come into play because everything is for a reason mm. absolutely everything is for a reason i can go out there today and go i need a <clears throat> whatever and then later on it disappears or and that's the same with my lessons that happened with master chef and um you know uh my divorce my you know at the moment i'm going through a real um hard time with my children because when I was in Christchurch I was available for them emotionally the whole time and then I've moved here and I need them emotionally and it's not available so this is another lesson in that which has been the hardest part of the loss for me because I think when you're in the city you 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 don't have time to really sit and observe things mm-hmm. and then when you move away and you start becoming you see things for what they truly truly are so at the moment I'm going through um a, quite a hard um time with my sons but it's take but when, when I look back all the hard times I've had that have taken me to a better place mm-hmm. so this is the biggest lesson is in trusting this process to bring me through but when I moved here I said to the universe I want this to be just for me I want some time for just me and so I asked for it as well mm-hmm. so you've got to be careful for what you ask for as well
1: yeah I say that to people be very clear and very pacific and if you're asking, use intent, because if your if your language isn't matching the vibration, it might come around not looking the way that it should.
0: That's right. And so often what I'll go is I really would like, and I'll go, oh hold on, hold on, <laughs> don't ask for it yet, don't ask for it yet, ask for it when you need properly. Sit down, think about what you want, because I know, like when the job with the fish and chip shop, I went, I need a job, I can't work at New World, I can't right I need a job in food and that was that came from very deep and then I was walking past the and I went right I'm gonna ask at the window and it was exactly exactly what I want but as you know sometimes when you ask for stuff it comes like I did with my sons and my house and I wanted it for me to be for me it what it meant was then I went and, and and I manifested all those things that weren't right for me the cats weren't right at the time and I was that was the linear side of me asking for stuff and not connecting but I couldn't connect because I wasn't there yet. So I am here now, and I know. And, like, it's like my house, because of its peaks and stuff, um, it has a lot of birds in the, in the roof. Now, I'm getting a new roof, right? So it gets it has a lot of birds and stuff in the roof. Now, I'm like, oh, oh bloody hell, bloody birds in the roof. And then a voice says, but you need those birds. I get up and go, oh, bloody birds. Rah, rah, rah. And then um, Morrigan says, you need the birds. Birds are going to tell you. When there's danger around, the birds are there for a reason. Don't diss the birds, and then I'm like cooking or whatever, and I can hear tweet it and I'm like, ah, bloody hell! And then Morgan is like, girl, you have no idea how important those birds are. So, and so sometimes there's a bit of a tip from to one world to the other, but I know that everything is for a reason, and that's not a cliche. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and I and I know that because that's how I live too but probably for some of the listeners are probably thinking, how do you get there? You know, because it, they want it to be a tangible here and now. And I know that for my own self, it takes, it. you know, it's a lot of unwinding. It's a lot of underwinding and you have to get raw and vulnerable with parts of yourself that you might, you might want to run away from. And you don't always, I know for myself and you'll probably be the same um, Sylvia, that you don't always like the message you hear from them, and you go shit, I don't like that message, and you ignore it, ignore it, ignore it, ignore it, and then you go back to it, and you're like,
0: yeah, okay, actually, I hear you. Yeah, you know, I feel like I've had, a, I've been in a big car crash, right, and I've had to go and have. Um, physiotherapy. I've gone to the gym. My legs are really thin. My muscles are really, really weak. And I see a woman over there, and she's got a body that is amazing. My journey is that first day at the gym. You go to the gym, you lift a couple of weights, you're like, oh, get up in the morning. You work, you walk like Robocop, and you're like, fuck, you can't sit down. All that business, right? But if you don't go to the gym and you don't build build those muscles, you will not become the version of yourself that you want to be. Yeah. And no one's going to go to the gym for you. You have to go to the gym. You have to feel the pain, and you have to feel the power come into you and believe it. So one day you can go to the gym and you can be, you can go on every single machine and know that you can combat it and go to a better place. When you go to the gym, you don't ever become that one version. You become versions upon versions upon versions. And as soon as you stop, you start to retreat back to that place. And in the linear world, it's really easy to just flow back in. I living in this small town in Kamara, when I go to Christchurch, it's like stop. It's like I've stopped going to the gym. You go to malls and you see people sitting there and they're really unhappy, and you it, it makes me. I sit in the car and I cry because it 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 it, 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 it makes me feel like and this it's a world of sadness. Mm-hmm. And I'll go into a gym, like the other day I went to cry, well not the other day but six weeks ago I went to Christchurch and I had to go into Bed Bath and Beyond and. The guy looked up from the counter at Rickerton and he just went, can I hug you? And I was like, um, okay. Because some people can see the light and they can feel the light and they don't know how to connect with it. So I was like, yeah. And he hugged me and he went, oh my God, you've made me feel so good. And I was like, okay. But, but also what that does, it takes more light out of me. Mm -hmm. But then I had to get what I needed and leave and then kind of come out and get into the fresh air and touch a tree and do all those things that, um, people think it's a bit new age but it's actually not new age it's what we've always been doing but we've been told not to do it we've been told not to connect we've been told not to be that person who is free to make own choices and follow their dreams um and you know as you know when I was 16 I was homeless and I lived in Soho on a bench and I thought I'm just gonna die on this bench but if I don't how easy will life be because I didn't die and But I think everyone comes to that point to make that change for themselves, whether it's at 16, 26, 36, 46, and now I'm 56. But if you're not brave enough to hold that fire for yourself, mm-hmm. then you cannot have any expectation for someone to hold it for you.
1: Mm. And I think what you just shared is so, has so much oh, wisdom, Thank you, sister.